0: Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast Friday Night Preview Show, because, of course, it is Friday, a little after 7, so anybody who got 7.04 in the sweepstake, you win a prize. I don't know what prize it will be, but you win a prize. Anyway, I'm Stanford Bridge, obviously, uh, and as, as always, as ever, I am beyond, well, beyond ecstatic, really, to see Mr. Jonathan Kidd here, yes. Not seeing the ecstasy. In the body language or the face, I, I'm glad you're saying that because that you you are a mind reader. You are either a genius or a mind reader because that's going to come into my thoughts in a minute. But how are you, old beanie? Well, I'm a bit fatigued. Thanks very much. Okay. I'm preparing myself for the uh, the
1: journey tomorrow.
0: Yeah.
1: Have, have, um, you, have you packed the, your toothbrush
0: the, 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 and your undies?
1: Funnily enough, no. I'm not spending the night there, so oh, of course you're in and out right back. But I've had to answer the um, uh, the locator form, which I think the uh, the British government has deliberately made so arcane and uh, indecipherable that it it wants you to just give up and say, "Okay, I'm not going abroad then." It surprised me. So many of the questions they ask, and it's so it's so ambiguous. They say, "What what time will you be arriving in the UK?" You think, "I'm not going to the UK. I'm going to Portugal." And it says at the bottom, "You do not need to answer this question." Well, I hope not, because I'm not going to help.
0: You know. Oh, oh dear! It's its very hard, isn't it? But it's—it'll be worth it, mate. Anyway, who have we got on the show tonight?
1: Oh God, bloody hell! We got—we got we've the—the got uh, the great, the great Dan Silver. Woo! The great Dan Silver. Um, incisive, um, uh, percussive, um, uh, rarely lacrimonious. um, <laughs> Um, uh, it's um, like the good um, old days. Ooh, and uh, um, uh, and newly shaven, newly shaven head. The
0: yeah my UEFA Cup UEFA Cup trim. Euro for Cup haircut yeah, yeah. Proper, proper chills haircut mate I look like the trophy of the year. so I've got like, you know. <laughs> who else have we got on J K well
1: oh, we've got great London, uh, London dot dot London lot yeah, football dot, you know, dot London get it right yeah football yeah cut start again football dot London got the great Adam newson who I you know quite honestly is uh, much better than any of us so yeah,
0: I'll just... he, he, we're lucky he'll even talk to us he's been on every podcast known to man and some that are unknown <laughs> this week including uh, the byline you know you know you know you've made it when you've been on invited onto the byline for avoidance of doubt i haven't that's all North I'm Island. saying. That's all North I'm Island. saying. Anyway,
2: yeah. is what is the byline? It's, Don't, um, um,
3: Alex ask. Goldbergs. Don't ask. Don't ask. Alex Goldberg's. Anyway, so basically, Adam got shashed out for 90 minutes by
0: loud brush American. Oh, meow. We're all Chelsea here, Dan. Anyway, <laughs> uh, good to see Adam. Good to see Dan. Absolutely wonderful to see JK. I am so excited for both JK. And Adam, because I know they're going to Porto tomorrow. Me and Dan can sup our beer and be sad, but it's kind of really interesting. We've got fifty-fifty split on the show tonight. Now, later on, obviously in part two, we're going to be talking to the lovely David Walker, uh, who's become our favourite Man City fan. Third time he's been on uh, this season, uh, so he'll be telling us how he thinks it's all going to go down tomorrow night. And then is in he part, uh, I don't know. I'll ask him. I'm not sure if he is actually. I think he's got the same kind of problems that I've had, but. Uh, um, too um, much,
1: too much, too, the hair's too long.
0: Too he busy, too busy, too busy, couldn't get a ticket, you know. Remember, there's only 6,000 tickets around, you know, it's, 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 me- we'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, we've got oh, David, David on in part two, and then we're going to be doing our preview in part three. But before we do all of that, as we have Adam on, uh, and Adam is our, our kind of resident journalist, if you like. So he's been all over the news this week. And uh, I mean, actually, funny enough, Adam, I, I sat through um, the presser with two cool uh, early evening presser at 5.15. And then I, I stayed and watched Aspie and Jorginho. And, and funny enough, I, I kept on Chelsea TV because they had Cundy and uh, Clive Walker on and they had Wee Pat, my new best friend, uh, who's in Porto. So I've been, and I was watching a bit of the training as well. So anyway, before we get into all of that, uh, what are your thoughts on the presser today?
4: I thought everyone came across really relaxed. Um, obviously, I'm playing amateur psychologist there, but you know, everyone seemed pretty calm and, you know, understood what needed to be done tomorrow. I don't think anyone's under any sort of disillusion that Man City are, you know, on paper the stronger team and, and the Premier League champions. But as Tuchel pointed out and I think as did too, Chelsea have, have closed the gap to City twice in the last six weeks and have beaten them. So I think I think Tuckle said no, he did say actually, that Chelsea are the underdogs in this. Um, but that's okay because I think that's the reality of it. And uh, he said uh, some very nice things about, you know, just accepting if you're nervous, that that's not a bad thing. Accepting that there's pressure on it, there's, that's not a bad thing either. And no, I thought Tuchel spoke really well, but um, I think we've pretty much come to expect that from him in press conferences, to be honest.
0: We, we have, and this is where I want to weave in uh, Jonathan's, uh, you know, <laughs> rather, you know, pointed remark to me at the beginning. But I thought... You know, it was classic Tuchel and that he 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 speaks very very well. We all know that. He I I I thought he was I thought he was really fo I, he looked different to me. I thought he was really very 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 focused, which I think is a good thing. But I I I'm, I'm, not, I'm a professional psychologist, so <laughs> I I think I think he was I I, I think a bit tight 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 like a Toiger, but he was a bit nervous. I think I think I think I think, I think he's tense, mate.
4: Yeah, I I think he even said that, you know, if the players are nervous, that's okay. The coach might be nervous, um, I think was the direct quote. So Mm. there may be a little bit of nerves. He's obviously been in this situation a year ago and it didn't work out for him. So there's going to be that extra motivation, sort of steeliness to to get it done this time. Um, And I just, I don't know, I, I, I haven't felt that nervous about the performance all week. I mean, before Villa, I kind of expected what we got at Villa. Whereas going into this, I just kind of feel, you know, Chelsea. I think Chelsea will produce a performance. Whether or not that's enough to beat City, we'll see. Um, but these players do tend to step up for the big games, which is the main thing. Um, so we'll see how we go tomorrow. And obviously, the huge, huge news from the presser really is that Kanté and Mendy are both fit and, and ready to go.
0: Yeah. Uh. I mean, just to just to put put a lid under my my point, I I don't think it's a problem that he might have been a bit tense and nervous. He's the manager of Chelsea Football Club and the responsibility rests, you know, on his shoulders very squarely for tomorrow night. I mean, I've been feeling quite sick today with nerves about yeah, tomorrow. Me too, I'm
2: nervous. And yeah. I'm
0: not even going, JK, you know, so... Yep,
1: and, I, and I am going, so I should be more nervous than you.
0: Yeah, but it's odd, isn't it? That, yeah. that, I just, I felt a bit sick and it's nerves. I know I know what it is. It's nerves. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's also, it's, a, it's, it's getting all your... Your stuff together and making sure you haven't left your passport or the in this instance the essential <laughs> the essential stuff you know like um as i say these strange forms you have to take with you the locator form for portugal locator form for for the british government the uh, the proof you've had the test the proof you're going to have a test when you get back um the uh, the you know and then the this the club sent a bizarre message saying um uh you're, you need to collect your ticket from the following address and uh, and that's not what we've been told at all during the week, which was that we would be handed the tickets on the flight, and uh, and that and it also said you don't have to have the second test, and this was an official Chelsea Chelsea announcement too. So it slightly freaked me out, but I've had a lot of people saying, no, no, Jonathan doing the right thing, you all the, the stuff. But no, I just want to I want to say what you were saying as well, um, Adam, about the the team about Villa is of course that City don't play like Villa, City don't play. Um, Putting all their men behind the ball and waiting for a break. City, City p- could possibly play into our hands. I think we're going to get talking about <coughs> it, uh, the kind of experience we're, we, we might have tomorrow. In a way that um uh, I, I know we're underdogs, but I actually feel we're more capable of beating City than we are uh, beating Villa and Arsenal at the moment, or
0: even West Brom,
1: or even West. Indeed, well, but well, no, West Brom is pretty different because they <laughs> they didn't they didn't defend bizarrely, but. um we did, but uh, we, we did. We, we were forced to. Well, well, we only had ten men, didn't we? So, but um, but yeah. No, I, it 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 may it could play into our hands. And as you say, Adam, we've we've beaten them twice. So, uh, you
0: know, mm. Dan, what yeah. did you think of the uh, the presser today? Did you have you had a chance to catch up with it? I, I,
3: I missed it, unfortunately. But I just think the way he's been talking, generally this week, he's just quite thoughtful. I definitely saw he there's a, somebody feels on a balcony taking the Mickey out of Guardiola. He's brilliant. He's yeah, just so doing I the whole one of yeah. well, early arm signals, and he he noticed he was spotted. He of almost did like a arms out bow, and then carried on. I think he's I think he's quite confident. I think he's pep for me. has been obscenely confident in what he's been saying all week, almost an arrogance about it. But so confident, so so confident. I just, I just think he's too cocky. My my theory is, and I was listening to another podcast, and they they, they think they. You
0: might... you about, you listen to other podcasts, Dan? You can't, yeah, but, you know, you can't say to, that on the to, Chelsea fan cast. <laughs> Other podcasts are available. Oh, no, they damn, just okay. fair that. enough. I have to admit yeah. it. I have to. I'm in denial, Dan. You know I am. You're the number one. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I was fishing for that, wasn't I? <laughs> I know.
3: Will the be I line him up. He was. Um. They. You know. They, they think their pet might do an overthink and just do some sort of weird formation because he, he does that sometimes. You might. You know. So you might find he'll, he'll play. Um. Stefan. What's the was goalkeeper's name?
4: Zach Steffen.
3: Zach Steffen in goal just for like because that's just Pep. I mean I I I love being the underdogs. Underdogs in Munich. Hmm. Their city, their stadium, our trophy. Hmm. And I think City need to go through Moscow to appreciate Munich.
0: I thought so, I right? thought it was I thought it was interesting Adam that he he you know I can't remember who. I mean actually the, the I I know this is not not I kind of say this in sympathy with with you in a way because you know normally when I watch a Chelsea presser You know, there are only about four questions. Usually, you know, people like you or Sam. I mean, Nizza got a question today, actually. But, you know, today I just thought, oh, you know, this is like real arse gravy. They've got all the the really big hitters on, you know, (laughs) Ian Ladyman, John Murray from the BBC. And I just thought, you are they're just such glory hunters in a way, aren't they? That's how I felt. (laughs) I thought, where's my mate Adam? Where's Sam? You know, where's the proper Chelsea journalists that are doing it every week, you know? I was a bit sick of that but uh, one of the questions that they asked was you know they obviously reffed last year's uh final because of course Tuchel took PSG to the final where they lost against Bayern Munich and I thought he was quite quite aserfic in his response really but th- I think the reality is even though he says you couldn't compare it and I do take his point I think in a way that that will help actually you know he he knows the drill
4: yes no I agree and to be fair I've- think on Monday because he did a press on Monday too he he sort of reiterated that that as a coach himself he'll learn from the experience of last year and he can adapt and and work from that um as can Thiago Silva is what he also said on Monday um but yeah you know him talking about oh I got to the final with PSG last year it really will mean nothing to a lot of these players so I completely understand where he's coming from on on that part but as we said Tuchel is a is a a very thoughtful guy he's a very intelligent guy he will have i said learned a lot from his experience last year, maybe how to, to, to sort of relieve the pressure, as, as Dan mentioned there, him doing Guardiola impressions. Maybe that is just a way to to ease some tension, to take some nerves away. Um, and I, I I don't want to say I'm confident because I'm not, and I do feel nervous and, and everything, but I just have a feeling going into this game that Chelsea will produce. And it will be interesting to see if Guardiola does tailor his his system a little bit to what Chelsea do, because, um, and I've said this, you know, this week, I really think Timo Werner could have a huge, huge uh, moment in this game or moments in this game if City play their high line as they normally do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know, JK, you're still not the biggest fan of Timo. but I... I'm not a fan of his at all. I think it's ridiculous. Magic- <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I nonetheless can see
1: where he will work. I and mean, I was intrigued by the first press away, he actually said, we've got a few ideas. You know, he, he's obviously tactically trying to find a way of, of, of putting immense pressure on that, as he did in the, the semi final when they kept playing the ball down the left-hand side, just over the top, and Werner ran onto it because he had the space to do so. Yeah, Werner is, you know, can outpace everybody. It's a question of whether he takes the ball with him when he's running. You
0: know, that's the... Or he stays onside.
1: Or it's absolutely... Or, or handballs it. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Do you know, or, or do you
0: know actually... just a quick butt in, J.K., he would have 27 goals this season if it hadn't been for his offsides and handballs. Yeah, yeah. 27 yeah. goals. Yeah. yeah. And it, 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 ma- like old. my hair, thin margins. <laughs> very very <laughs> true. Um, and I'm going to kind of change the subject slightly because I, I want to quickly talk to Dan, actually, who's probably, to be fair, more on top of this particular news story this week than, than all of us. And this is the... The UEFA tickets fiasco, Dan. Now, I mean, I've had a very busy week, so I've been a bit of a a bad egg as far as the trust is concerned. because I haven't been involved too much, although I'm aware of all of our little chats on our kind of communications yeah. app, whatever it's called. Um, can you kind of outline what the issue is and what's what what you know what's happening?
3: Yeah, well, basically, um, the fiasco is all down to UEFA. They initially insisted that 90 um, percent of all tickets sold had to be Done via club charter packages. This applied to City and Chelsea. Both City and Chelsea pushed back on this, um, and they relented. To what percentage we don't know. Um, it then transpired that UEFA said any any unsold tickets have to go back to UEFA. Can't be sold to the individuals. And the majority of tickets Chelsea sent back, as far as I'm aware, were all the ones in excess of 300 to 500 euros. Um, Chelsea could have easily sold the 600 tickets separately, but as UEFA very much want to control everything. UEFA also very late to the party in terms of releasing ticket details, hence the reason information only came out eight or nine days um, before the games. So it's all really down to UEFA just being utter asses and not giving two shits about supporters. Um, the 800 tickets have gone back. I don't, won't necessarily go on general sale, but it's it all, all down to UEFA. They, you know, nothing to do with the club at all. The fans, the club are, are blameless in this. They couldn't have done any more what they did so it was we really sort of UEFA trying to throw their rate around and go Seferin claiming this is to the fans and then two weeks after Super League it's fuck the fans excuse my language It's
0: yeah, alright this is the Chelsea fuck cast yeah. sorry fan cast so it's alright yeah I wouldn't want to embarrass Adam though, because remember, he is a professional unlike us. So,
3: yeah. You know. well, say, so, i used to like trying not to swear on live TV and radio interviews coming here. I'm like minding my piece. Well, maybe, and maybe oh. we
0: should try and not swear on here and, you know, getting good training for it. Yeah. But, uh, Jonathan, yeah. you look poised, poised no, like a cobra, I just, mate.
1: I was intrigued that I got my ticket in a ballot, and um, uh, and the three bands of tickets that we, we were in for were 75 quid, 150 quid, and 350 quid. Now, um uh i got the uh, the the middle one i got a 150 quid ticket um and that was just i was you know whatever I, I just wanted a ticket with with the package um but i'm bemused to know that they've returned all these big tickets because i say i was in a ballot nobody actually said to me what ticket would you like to buy yes. so uh i i'm i don't quite understand how this has worked out with the club how they're you're saying the club aren't involved. Surely, if, if there's a ballot, the club must be involved. No,
3: they're, they're involved to a point, but UEFA dictated completely how the ticketing is meant to be sold. That's why they've oh, they right. said that you cannot sell tickets individually; it has to be through the package. Um, and obviously, the cheaper tickets got sold first, and the ones left over were three to five hundred euros, which again begs the question: why, in a, a stadium that's was it 25% full? They're, they're selling tickets that sort of prices. We're coming out of a pandemic, and they're much rather selling off 600 tickets at €150 and zero tickets at €300. They don't need to be an accountant to work out what makes sense. And this is all all 100% down to UEFA dictating all the terms for ticket sales, nothing to do with Chelsea whatsoever.
0: I mean, I, I heard something... I mean, Adam might have picked this up, you know, <clears throat> on the on the news wires. but I've heard of people who have been sold cheaper tickets that are restricted view. How on earth can you sell a restricted view ticket in a stadium that is only twenty five percent full, Adam? It's insanity.
4: I hadn't heard that, but yes, that is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and as Dan said, you know, UEFA haven't come out of this well, and it does, you know, it is a finger in the eye for all the all the fans who rallied against the Super League. And I mean, that was that was the real problem with the super league is that it painted uefa as the good guys in all of it and really they're not i think we've seen time and time again you know the reason it's not being held in this country is because they wanted exemptions for for all their uefa you know family and and sponsors and all that kind of thing and that was put above the needs of the fans potentially you know it's a lot safer for chelsea fans and man city fans to be traveling in this country at the moment rather than getting on a plane and and traveling to a foreign country and yeah, you, you know, UEFA have have not handled this well. It's been poorly organised, but um, I sadly don't think we're that surprised at that.
0: They they are a venal organisation, and I am not in the least bit surprised. Um, Adam, I just want to pick your brains about a couple of other things that've been in the news because I know you did a really big interview with uh, Andreas Christensen for Football London this week. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, it was uh, it was. I so say, firstly, you know, I have to thank Chelsea for for letting us do it. Um, no, it was a, it was an interesting interview. He's a, an interesting guy, Christensen. I mean, he was very, really... He opened up a lot more. I know he did a presser for one of the other ties um, and he gave really quite short, sharp answers. But there, no, on this occasion, he was really happy to chat, um, spoke about his sort of Chelsea story in terms of coming over here at a young age, spoke about um, sort of little chats with Guardiola, who seems to be a big fan of Christensen's for, for sort of five years or so now. Um no, just a really nice guy. And it's uh, probably a bit unfortunate for him, really, because if this game was being played maybe a month ago before he'd picked up that injury at, uh, at the Etihad, you know, there's a very fair chance he would have started because of how well he was playing. But um, I would I would be surprised if he does, just because he hasn't played since, I think, was May the 8th, that, was that City game he hasn't played. So, unfortunate for him because he has probably been one of Chelsea's best players during the second half of this season.
0: Indeed. Uh, I... I... I have to agree with you there. There's also been some other kind of little rumouring, uh, early kind of, you know, uh, the kind of early shots fired, shall we say, in the whole transfer thing. Because with Conte uh, leaving uh, Milan, uh, well, Inter, isn't he? He's at Inter, Inter yeah. yeah. Uh, they're now saying that Lukaku looks the most likely of the big strikers that we are supposedly be in the market for. I mean, do you think there's any any credence to that?
4: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, a sort of deal Chelsea are potentially interested in doing. How willing Inter will be to sell, I don't know. I mean, they they do have to, to cut their cloth a little bit this summer, which is partly one of the reasons why Conte left. Because, I mean, as Chelsea fans know, he doesn't really like it when uh, the board don't give him exactly what he wants. Um, so he decided to up sticks and move on. Um, I mean, I, I saw some reports that you know Inter had reassured some of their ultras that Lukaku wasn't going to be sold. That there were other ways to, to sort of raise revenues and, and make some money in the market. So I'm not sure how easy it will be for Chelsea to do a deal, even though Conte has gone. But I think Lukaku is is you know, it's pretty much an open secret now is a target for Chelsea, and it is something they will look to try and get over the line this summer. Indeed.
0: Yeah.
3: Have you heard anything about the Lewandowski rumors?
4: Chelsea yeah. As
3: well, yeah. We, we, one of our one of our one of our friends had a chat with. Christiansen's agent, and apparently, it happens to Levin, be
1: Lewandowski's agent as well. Yeah,
3: and Lewandowski is apparently not a million miles from being done because apparently he wants a new challenge, just for Chelsea to try and agree something. Have you heard anything to that effect? Or
4: I was told a little while ago that he was offered to Chelsea, which I thought was unlikely yeah. uh, to be true, uh, sort of given what he was doing at Bayern, but. Um, it would be understandable why he'd maybe want a new challenge at this point. He's done pretty much all he needed to do it by. And, you know, he broke the Bundesliga goal-scoring record at the weekend, you know, scoring 41, which is one more than Gerd Müller ever achieved in the Bundesliga. De bomber,
0: so. One of my favourite players of all time, De bomber and he and like, also say Not necessarily
1: the challenge, he'd also like a hatful more money. Just <laughs>
3: <it's> <laughs> in fairness, he been a credible for a couple of years. I obviously 32 yeah. Yeah. He's super fit. It'd be an incredible signing, but we're we'll turning into Chris Sutton. Then that's a problem.
4: He
0: scored forty-one, <laughs> forty-one goals for Bayern this year. Now, okay, in, in the Bundesliga, in the Bundesliga, I, I, I know. Remember,
1: Werner scored a lot of goals in the Bundesliga. But
0: I, no, mate. I mean, we've seen him play uh, against us not that long ago. I, I, I think he's been the top striker in the world for the last five years, myself. And it would be so Chelsea to buy him five years too late. But there we go. I'd take him, Adam. I'd take him like a shot, mate.
4: I think it would come down to the price, because he's 32 years old. Mm. Um, Chelsea don't tend to sign players in their 30s. I mean, he'll turn 33 in August. So I don't see Chelsea being a club that wants to really commit huge, huge fees to, to players in their 30s with no resale value. Um, you know, we know that Chelsea don't tend to give long contracts to players in their 30s, which is why... I oh,
0: give one year or two max yes, if you're one. really
4: lucky. Oh, yeah, which, you know... Is why people like William left, and then he realised, oh, maybe I should have signed that two-year contract at Chelsea. Yeah. But he
0: wants to come um, back
4: now, Adam. Did you see that? I've seen this week that William wants to come back, Eden Hazard wants to come back, and Oscar would like to come back. So, um, <laughs> so that's what about twenty thirteen? Is it twenty
0: fourteen?
3: Matter pack. We
0: can have all back <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You keep on knocking, but you can come in. I think is the answer to that actually,
3: one. Actually, question to all three of you: Will you take any of those three
0: back? No, well Hazard, yeah, at a push.
3: Hazard, yeah, Hazard, yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely yeah. not Oscar. Definitely not William. Adam
1: shaking his head with the kind of you know. Mm. I wouldn't. I would
0: yes. take
3: Hazard back. I think he's busted flush.
1: I no, think
0: I, 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 can, can I give my reason? Because I get it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I think I would have Hazard back, but not as the Hazard we had before. He he cannot be. I don't think he'll ever be that kind of player again. But, you know, to have Hazard as a member of the squad, he can come... because he can still, I think he's still got it in him to do things that nobody else can do. Yeah. And we clearly don't have that kind of a player. But I, I don't see Hazard coming back and being the dominant player that he was for us, because I think that player's gone. I think his injuries have taken their toll. Yeah. And I don't but think he, I don't think he's the kind of player who's ever really trained hard to keep himself fit. So I think I'm... that's also counting against him too. But you know he's 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 got such incredible skill. He can do things that nobody else can do. And I think that you know to have somebody like that in your squad when you don't have anybody like that in your squad would be worth having.
3: An incredible charisma and personality as well, which we seem to lack. Cause we've got a lot of kind of, you know, Teutonic Germans,
0: don't we? we do ruthless I efficiency think, but without yeah. the ruthlessness. or well, the Washed efficiency one. even. yeah, the Reason, the reason he
3: went to Germany was
1: was to work with Zidane and now Zidane's not there. Is yeah. so he going to look for the next manager as uh, to see what the challenge would be? I mean,
0: might be Conte possibly.
1: Yay, Or yeah. maybe
0: maybe Robert Martin as at Spurs. No, 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 definitely not that. Um Adam, we're going to leave you in a minute or you're going to leave us. Uh, but I I before I do, I want because I, I know you're lucky enough to be going Uh, to Porto tomorrow Uh, you're going to be covering the game for football.london as well so would you like to tell us about I mean a how joyous you are at going to a Champions League final when me and Dan are not and secondly what your itinerary is
4: yeah I'm uh, I'm absolutely ecstatic to be going Um, you know getting into journalism and sports journalism it was always a, a sort of ambition to cover a Champions League final to be able to do that and have my team involved in it is incredibly special and something I'll never forget. It's, you know, especially if Chelsea win, it'd be even better. Um, yeah, so I'm flying out tomorrow morning, uh, sort of milling around probably Porto and getting very nervous, uh, in the build up to the game. Um, and I'm staying overnight and then I'm heading back uh, on the Sunday. Um, if you follow me on Twitter at Adam Newsome, you can keep up to date with what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, say so I'm, Really looking forward to it from the journalistic point of view, but more so from the fan point of view, because I wasn't in Munich, sadly, um, and I was too young to go to Moscow. So um, so this is a, a huge moment for me as a Chelsea fan, as well as a journalist.
0: Well, I, I, I think I can speak for all of us when I say how absolutely chuffed we are that you're getting to go along. Um, I'm not in the least bit jealous or envious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm really chuffed for you, Matt, and I think you really deserve it. And and just really soak it all up. I mean, not only to go, but to work at it, to cover it. I think is really special. Uh, record some nice bits for us and shove them on the WhatsApp group. That would be lovely. But what, we
1: could meet up. We could record each other. Well, it? that would.
0: I was gonna, yeah,
1: very, be very interesting at all, would
0: it? I was gonna say, yeah, you should try and meet up if you can, you two. But I mean, do record some stuff for us if you want, if you can be asked, to shove it on the WhatsApp group. But on the other hand, we're going to see you again on Tuesday, Adam, and you can tell us all about it then.
4: Yes, I'll probably be a lot more tired at that point. But uh if JK, uh, you have to stay in a bubble, do you, with the fans for the whole trip? Is it or
1: I don't know. I don't think oh. so. <laughs> like we, we booked a restaurant for fourteen of us at lunchtime. But we have to apparently. Stagger it. I think we're all three different restaurants in a row. We're not allowed to, only six at a time.
0: If Dan, so if Dan and I were going, we'd be staggering all day, mate. Yeah, I'd be staggering myself. <laughs> I got off the plane. <laughs> I know, I miss that about European aways, being at Gatwick Airport at five in the morning and having my first pint of Guinness. It's just, you can't beat it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Adam's looking. Thank god I have to work and don't have to go with these <laughs> lunatics. Um Adam look I wish you obviously and Chelsea all the luck in the world tomorrow yeah. as I said have a great time mate and we really I, I I I'm really excited to see you back on Tuesday actually because it'll be lovely I mean because I think well JK will be with us obviously and he will have been there and you obviously will have been there too. I can't wait to hear what you both may give it all. So good luck and have fun. Yeah, safe thank travels Adam
4: thank you guys hopefully you can all enjoy it as well wherever you're watching it same for every Chelsea fan
0: I'm going to anesthetize myself and sit in the equivalent of the padded room which is my living room that's the only way I can cope and remove all objects that I can throw at a TV Including Mrs. Chidge. Including Mrs. Chidge. Uh, <laughs> she might have to strap me down in the straitjacket and anesthetise me with the calming drugs, you know. But we'll see. Adam, good luck, mate. We'll see you on Tuesday. Hopefully, uh, you'll you'll be turning up with the European Cup. I will expect nothing less.
4: <coughs> I'll see if I can smuggle it back through.
0: <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Cheers, mate. Is yes, Adam? Thanks, right, uh, we will be back uh, in a minute because we've got the opposition view with the lovely David Walker from Red, but never red. So don't go away.
2: fans' real opinions.
3: I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters
2: and proper Chelsea. FootballFancast.com
0: Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast. I am, of course, Stamford Chidge, and it's our Friday night preview show. Uh, of course, we're previewing a you know little small, uh, inconsequential game. Some people call it the Champions League final. I just call it Chelsea versus Man City, but there you go. Uh, and on this esteemed show tonight, we have the wonderful Mr. Jonathan Kidd.
1: Great to be on the show. Thank you, Chidge.
0: Jonathan's gearing up. He's doing all his training routines because he's off on a flight to Porto tomorrow, and... Uh, He's a lucky, lucky boy. Uh, Dan uh, Silver is also with us. Hello, Dan. Uh, good evening, chaps. Uh, Dan, like me, is sitting here grinding his teeth, wishing he was uh, on a plane going to Porto tomorrow. But there you go. Poor old me and Dan have got a man the fort back here. Now, uh, as you all know, uh, it is time for this. The Opposition View. That's right, opposition view. And I am I am very, very, very delighted to invite back uh, a chap that we've had on twice so far this season. So a very, very warm welcome to David Walker from Red But Never Red for your hat-trick appearance, David. How are you?
2: Good evening, gentlemen. Um, I'm hoping that there's going to be a change in fortunes, and this is literally... Third time lucky for the Sky Blues against the Royal Blues.
0: Yeah, what is it? What is it? They say in the states, you 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 two and zero at the moment. Was it zero two? I can't remember. Zero <laughs> two. Dan, Dan yeah. likes his American sports. I should have asked him to say that. But uh, hopefully, you will continue to be a good omen for us, David. But before we get into this, because we really we really need to get you know the the the, the uh, you know the city perspective on this. It's it's city's first final. It's something that I, I know. Uh, Well, I say I know. I mean, we're told by the press all the time, aren't we, that Pep's mission is to get uh, a Champions League for City. So it's your first final. As a supporter, how does it feel? It
2: feels nerve-wracking. But the irony is with City fans, the majority of fans, we always genuinely put the Premier League at the top of the priority list and the Champions League comes a poor second uh, historically. But having said that, hey, you've got to be in it to win it. We're in the final. We would love nothing more than to actually win the Champions League. Um, And it will be a tough game tomorrow night because you guys have made it difficult for us in recent times. You guys always come on the show full of pessimism because you're going to play Man City. (laughs) And in recent times, you've beaten us. So I don't know if you should do bluff and double bluff. And you should be all very optimistic. I should be pessimistic. And I say Chelsea are going to win 5-0. And therefore, the bit of reverse psychology (laughs) means the Champions League ends up at the Etihad. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, it, I find it fascinating because, I mean, clearly, I mean, Jonathan and I would absolutely agree on this, I'm sure. But, I, you know, we would both feel that there's huge similarities between City and Chelsea and, and not just because we are clubs that have been, you know, bought by very, very rich people that have brought us success beyond our, our wildest dreams. But I, I think I think Chelsea and City's similarities go back way before that. And I, I think, you know, I go go back to... Uh, you know, you won, you won your first European trophy. It was the you won the cup, winners' cup, I think, didn't you? In seventy, um, yeah, we won
2: it on the night that you won the FA
0: Cup. That's right, exactly. And then, of course, we knocked you out of it as holders in the semi-final the next year. When we won our first European title, we've Absolutely. both had we've had, both had spells in the lower leagues. You know, we've we've travelled a very similar path, I think. And I actually think that that's one of the reasons why basically City and Chelsea fans, you know, don't have the enmity that perhaps Chelsea mm-hmm. and Liverpool, Chelsea and United, Chelsea, you know, you could name about 50 teams, I suspect, but you get my drift. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of, it, the journey for you is interesting, is what I'm saying, and very similar to ours. And I'm thinking about when when we got to Moscow and how I felt about that. And I was thoroughly pissed off, frankly, because it was in Moscow, which mm. made it really hard for me to get to. But also there was that sense that we really deserved to win it because we'd been there or thereabouts for the kind of previous three or four years. And it felt really important to win it. And I wonder if that's kind of similar for you guys because you've also been there or thereabouts for the last few years, haven't you? Well,
2: we have we have kind of suffered at the hands of UEFA in more ways than one, as indeed I know you guys have. Um, and it might sound like sour grapes, but I do think we've been screwed over by some extremely strange refereeing decisions of recent seasons in basically all of our exits against Monaco, against Liverpool, against Tottenham. And last year, even against Leon, when we did play pretty poorly, but we were still screwed over by uh, a strange non VAR decision in the you know the, the death throes of the game. Um, and as I think I've mentioned to you guys before, we <laughs> I had a sense of trepidation when Chelsea were playing Real Madrid, and nothing against Chelsea, but there was an element of me that said. I wanted Real Madrid in the final because it would then preclude us from having a Spanish referee. <laughs> and the Spanish referee that we have, uh, Senor Antonio Matteo Lahoz, is an absolutely terror in terms of uh, the Manchester City fans because he's a Spanish nationalist who hates any talk of Catalonian independence. He doesn't like Pep Guardiola. He sent him off against Liverpool when he was complaining about a perfectly good Leroy Sané goal which would have put us 2-0 up at half time and only 3-2 behind an aggregate with 45 minutes to go. But apart from that, we've got no extra to grind whatsoever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's your, he's your Freibro, isn't he? He's your Tom Henning Freibro.
2: Oh, he's an absolute, well...
3: I
0: Terawatt. I like that. Yeah. yeah
2: well, it's like better that. than saying anything beginning with a K, well, or, a K is, or a C. This oh. is
0: true. <laughs> We, I used to think that about the 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 referee 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 even that we had in the semi final <laughs> against Barcelona in the Camp Nou. Oh, in,
1: indeed. Because indeed.
0: he, I, I mean, I actually missed, uh, almost missed Ramirez's goal because I was, I was so incensed that it sent uh, John Terry off uh, that I, 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 stormed out of the pub to go and have a fag or five, and I was, at, I mean, I was, I was ready to punch somebody, so I had to extricate myself from the zone. Uh yeah. and uh and, and never
1: similar experience, Judge. I never knew that. You never told me that. I did exactly the same thing did when you? Terry went off. I left yeah, I left, went upstairs and started farting about and doing something. I missed Remember's yeah. goal as a consequence. I yeah.
0: was in that what's that wonderful the uh-huh. hand and flower hand and flower pub, Dan? You remember that? We yeah, hand and Flower where by um uh Ilbert yeah Now now no no no, that was the um uh the oh god oh no, it was, Hand Hannah Flower was just not from Ilbert Common wasn't it? No, no, Hannah Flower's next to the Tesco's garage in the oh, kitchen. You know where I mean, Golden Cross near near, near the Harley Harley shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's now a block of flats, of course, like so many things in Chelsea. Anyway, David hasn't come here for a trip down memory lane of Chelsea. No, you just talk amongst yourselves, (laughs) guys. (laughs) Listen, David. One thing I wanted to ask you because it'd be interesting to, obviously, be interesting to get your perspective. But I mean, there's been obviously, you know, the Champions League final, biggest game of the season in Europe, um, arguably in the world, and uh, it's you know the press are all over it, like you wouldn't believe. So the interview, 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 and I've seen a few with Pep, and of course Ryan Sterling as well. And I, and I, I, it, it, I'll be honest with you. Pep came across as quite arrogant. I'm so, so, so confident in my players. Do, do you think? Do you think we've misconstrued that? You, you know, he's not being arrogant. Is there something going on?
2: I don't think Pep is arrogant. I think for all of his genius, arrogance, strangely enough, doesn't figure that much in his. Uh in his makeup, you know, for a man who is so good at what he does, I don't think he is arrogant. I think the question was asked of him about the aforementioned Senor Lahoz, would it be a factor? or, or it, They were looking at the personal acrimony between Pep and Lahoz, and he sidestepped it by saying he couldn't care less about the referee because he was so, so confident in his players. So I think in some fashion, Brilliant. that was a diplomatic get-out from saying, no, Lahoz is a twat. <laughs> um, he's going he's, he's to try and screw us over but no, I've got confidence in my players I think he's right to have that confidence because, I mean, I come on here t- twice this season and made a complete arse of myself by saying that City would win in the league and in the FA Cup and I also said for the league game oh no, he'll only make minimum changes because he wants to clinch the Premier League title, so what does he do? He makes nine changes yeah. um, so, hey, no, I don't like,
1: Is he likely to sure. do that tomorrow, do you think, David? Is he- LAUGHTER
2: nine changes i think well, he'll I, mean, put out I,
1: the- I don't know we we was we, we see him as he's supposed to be a genius he might come in from a different angle or is he going to play the best team or is he going to is he going to you know counteract in, the chelsea p- present
2: to him you know one of the things about champions league which can be held against pep is that he does or has had a tendency to overthink things in these latter stages of the tournament i think even by Pep's standard he's learned his lesson he'll put out the team which is best placed to to beat chelsea and I would I would very much think that'll be the starting eleven from the PSG game. And again, I hope I don't sound arrogant. I think for the first time in all of the meetings between Pep and Tuchel this season, the City and Chelsea, we will see City's best eleven and something which would be pretty universally acknowledged among the City fan base as our best eleven. And if, God forbid, we don't win, then there's nowhere to, to hide because that will be our A team. And I think if they turn up with their A game, we will have just a bit too much for you for you guys tomorrow night. But we'll just have to see if it's a tactical battle of wits and, you know, Tuchel's got it sorted. Only time will tell. But I think this time Pep is more focused on playing to City's strengths rather than overanalyzing the opposition and trying to uh, to, you know, snuff out the threat from the opposition.
3: A couple of questions: You think um, Zinchenko over Cancelo, or do you think he'll play Cancelo? And Aguero off the bench if needs be? Or do you think they might start with him, given his? Or there'll be no sentiment from Pep?
2: There'll be no sentiment whatsoever. Yeah. Um, we'll. I'm. I'm pretty sure. Mind you, with my predictions, we'll probably have him playing at centre half. Now we will start with the false nine. I think it will be the lineup that started against PSG, um, and that will be. Edison Walker, Zinchenko. Because Zinchenko is not an orthodox left back, but he's he's risen to the occasion this year. And he because he's left footed, he gives us the balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have Diaz and Stones at the centre back. I think he'll go with Fernandinho, who is more combative than Rodri. Oh, as yeah, the, I was that's my
3: next question. Yeah.
2: As as the DM. I mean, Rodri links the play in terms of uh he's a more attacking-minded defensive midfielder, but Fernandinho He's just had a stellar season. He's the he's the, our master of the dark arts, if you can call it. Shit. He's <laughs> a shit house, isn't he? I was about to say that. He's a um, fil- he's a filthy <laughs> bastard. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the way. I don't think I described it. there.
0: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> every team needs one. I mean, who would be Chelsea's Rudiger? Yeah.
0: Well, actually, that's a good point. I don't think we have enough. I've got to be yeah. honest. And I, I think went like, our I, you know I, No, he's, he's I, you could blow him over, you know. And I and, yeah. I and I I mean, you know, we all grew up well, I mean obviously John Jonathan grew up with Chopper Harris, but you know, <laughs> if, if you look at the last twenty years, you know, the likes of Michael Essien, and John Obi McKell, you know, you have players who would really put it in. Uh, and and I think and leaders too, and I think that we're we're bereft of those these days. So I take your point. I mean, do you think? I mean, Gundogan. I, I was uh, watching the the training sessions earlier on, and Gundogan pulled up. Uh, would that mm. worry you? Because I think he's an exceptionally good player, and he's been brilliant for yeah, you this brilliant year. Brilliant
2: player. Brilliant. It yeah. would it would certainly worry me if he's not if he's not able to start tomorrow. I've got conflicting reports. One that he got a a thump on the thigh. Then the one that he's he's okay. Then there's reports saying City aren't worried about him mm. starting. He will start um he's a very important player he's really risen to the occasion this year he's always been a class player but never instinctively one of the first names on the team sheet but because of the fact we played well virtually all of the season with a false nine um and it's the interactivity because you know Tuchel can have his tactical plan but who's going to play the false nine could it be Bernardo could it be De Bruyne could it be Gundogan will they sort of change roles throughout the game i don't know but Gundogan I think he's actually our top scorer yeah. this season, which is remarkable. But he's got a brilliant football brain. Um, he would be a loss if he weren't available, but fingers crossed he will be available.
0: Mm. Um, so up front, uh, Foden, Kevin De Bruyne in F- the false nine, maybe Mares. Yeah,
2: and Mares, yeah. Not yeah.
0: not Sterling.
2: No, um Sterling off the bench if needed. The thing, you know, the old cliche about Class is per. Uh, Was he now? Class is permanent and form is temporary. That hopefully applies to Raheem um, if he's with City next season. But he's he's. I don't know. He's just. He's his form has by and large fallen off the cliff. It's not for a, a want of endeavour and trying, but he's just lost the clinical touch which she did have when Guardiola started tutoring him, and I think Arteta had a lot to do with that as well. But no, Sterling. He shouldn't be in the starting 11, in my opinion. Um, and and Foden, it's weird, you know, that guy is such a talent. I mean, if he's not a Ballon d'Or winner in the future, I don't know who is, but he yeah. has effectively displaced Sterling. And Mares has had a great season and he's he's turned up in the big games, so yeah, I would expect Sterling to be on the bench. I
3: was gonna say, so you think he would actually start Foden, he's got enough confidence to start him over, over a more experienced player like a Sterling, a- for example.
2: absolutely. I mean, yeah. the, the kid is just something else, he's got all the he hasn't got all the experience in the world, but he's got all the confidence, he's got the talent, he's got the skills, he's got the energy. And if you think about it, it's his birthday today, I believe. He's 21.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, And if he can add a Champions League medal to his collection tomorrow night, he's got the full set. He's got three yeah. Premier League medals, he's got an FA Cup medal, and I think he's got two yeah. League Cup medals. Yeah. And he's, he's
0: 21 today.
3: Incredible talent.
0: I think when we played you last, he was the best player player on the pitch actually but don't don't worry david he's 21 he's got plenty of time to win a champions league uh winners medal. don't worry <laughs> about that as, as
3: i was saying I think... to my man city mates you need your moscow to appreciate your munich
0: yeah well that's kind of what we were alluding to or i was alluding to earlier on um david one of the things that's intrigued me about the last two meetings which of course we both you know we won them both but you know yeah. Pep, pep's you know changed systems and he, he went to a you know he tried to match us didn't he and it didn't really work do you think do you think he's given that up as a bad idea, and he'll stick to what he what he prefers to do for City? If you see what I mean,
2: I think so. As I said earlier on, he's, he tends to over-engineer things a little bit, um, and certainly against Leon last year, he spent far too much time on how to counter their, their their counter-attacking play. So this time, he's just got to focus on City being the best that City can be. And I'm hoping that even though Chelsea might know what the best of City looks like. They're still powerless to prevent it, beating them and winning the cup tomorrow night. All
0: right. So um, what worries you about Chelsea? And, and don't say nothing, because I won't invite you back if you do. <laughs>
2: um, it's, it's, it's hard to define anything in particular. The point is, Chelsea are a very combative team. They're a very difficult team to beat. Um, I think the weakness is that you don't score enough goals. Because, you you know, you rely on a rearguard action, which, you know, let's face it, has been very successful since uh, Tuchel came in. Um, I think you'll go for us on the counter. I hope with Stones and Diaz playing at centre-back, which I don't think they've actually lined up against Chelsea in the last two games. It's always been a combination of Laporte. I think Aki even played in the... He did, yeah, did he, he played did. in the league game. Yeah. I mean, we have put out by our standards, and I hope this doesn't sound out, we've put out weakened teams in the FA Cup semi-final and in the Premier League encounter. Now, Is- in the Premier League game, Pep knew he still had games in hand to win the title. And whether or not he actually thought he didn't want to show his hand in that game, I don't know. But I would credit Thomas Tuchel with having far too much mouse to think he doesn't know enough about City Beforehand, before this game, he didn't need to see our best 11 against his team to know how we're going to play.
1: I felt um, he, he underestimated um, Chelsea in that second game, actually, the fact that he played uh, an even a much weaker team. I think he could thought... be.
2: But if if sorry, Jonathan, just to cut mm-hmm. rush you, but if you think about it, if Aguero had put that penalty away. Yeah. Yes, yeah, true. 2-2 t- two, yeah. two nil up at half time. I'm not saying that no, that I, would mean Chelsea could Game would, come have, been back. Game would yeah.
0: have been gone. Game would have been gone, David. I agree with And
2: you. and equally, and this might be a contention. I do think that was a foul on Sterling by by Zuma. I think that was a penalty. Yeah. But there again, we'd have probably missed the bloody penalty anyway, so it's probably in inconsequential.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I think it's 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 intriguing, isn't it? Because, you know, as you as you rightly say, uh, our our Achilles heel is our, is our finishing and, you know, both both teams, uh, I think you could absolutely say. I reckon we've got the best two squads in the Premier League, uh, and we've got the best two defenses, and the stats back us up on that. Um, and it's going to be intriguing. So, I mean, how how do you? I mean, and of course, then factor in, of course, that this is a huge game. It's a it's a Champions League final. So, with all the weirdness that that entails, so how how do you see it going?
2: It'll be interesting to see who feels most nervous. I mean, it's City's first appearance, as we know. Um, we've got bags of experience in that team, but to the best of my knowledge, off the top of my head, I don't think we've got anybody who's ever actually played in a Champions League final for anybody else. Could be wrong, but I don't think so. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the occasion gets to anybody, which could make it. It could make for quite a dull game. Ironically, it could be a tactical chess game. It might be low scoring um, if City hit their strap. You know, hit the straps we could be free-flowing, free we might blow you over. Yeah. Um, You might hit us on the, you know, a sucker punch. It is so difficult to tell. But all we can believe with the two coaches in question, you know, they're going to have their their game plan there. And it's just going to be incredibly nerve-wracking um, from, from our perspective and from yours as well. Because, you know, you can have a season where the champions of England, we've won the League Cup. And yet, if we lose tomorrow night, it will feel somewhat anticlimactic, which is a contradiction in terms to what I said at the outset. When City fans always value the Premier League over the Champions League, but not that, you don't want to end the season by losing your first ever Champions League final. Yeah.
1: What's the tradition of that, David? As to why why you you prioritise the uh, the, uh, the, the the winning the Premier League rather than the, the the Champions League? For me, the Champions League is the is the trophy. It's the, the apogee. It's the it's it's what one completely aspires to, uh, uh, you know. You could, it 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 means you're the best team in Europe, and and yet. So why is this ingrained in in your 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 uh, psyche? Do you think that the, it's the Premier League that's more important?
2: I think there's a multitude of reasons. One is the the angst we've had long held with UEFA because they've <laughs> just because we're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get us. You know, they've had it in for us from day one since Sheikh Mansour came in with the money, et cetera, et cetera. We've had lots of um, spats with them, which has bred a lot of distrust and contempt for UEFA. But if, it, if you look at it in numbers terms, you can win the Champions League, which even if we win it, I'm not going to be a hypocrite about it. It is still a glorified cup competition. It takes 13 games to win the Champions League, some of which you can lose you win the Premier League over 38 games, which I think is far more meritorious. Um, And also you can have somebody crowned as champions of Europe who aren't even champions of their own domestic league, which obviously will be the case if Chelsea win tomorrow. But I, I just think from the outside looking in, yes, the champions of Europe would seem to be the more grandiose of the titles. It certainly comes with the, you know, it comes with the global recognition, the money, the sponsorship, and let's face it, it is the holy grail for Sheikh Mansour and Khaldun Al Mubarak, our chairman. Uh, And as a fan, I'm certainly not going to say, no, I don't want to win the Champions League, but it's a combination of factors. And I just think it's ingrained in the majority, not everyone, but majority of City fans, that if you gave us a choice at the start of each season, the champions of England, but you won't be champions of Europe. I think most would take it, albeit we do recognise the importance and the prestige that comes with being champions of Europe.
0: Dan, yeah, I
3: just, I just think, as always, I think tomorrow's first goal is crucial. I think if we, I think if we score first, I think it's ours. If you score first, I think it could be, it might be quite a constant win for you guys. I think. Literally, I know it's a cliche, but first goal tomorrow
0: is yeah. so crucial. I, I think we're going to see a repeat. Yeah, no. I think we're going to re- see a repeat of the 1986 full members cup, Dan. Five four, yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> I, really, see... that's what I'm hoping for, anyway. You know, well, we a uh, five one. I well, make we when, um... wee Pat's out there covering the game for Chelsea yeah. TV, so you never know. Yeah.
3: When we'll they make it five two, we can see what it's like to see what's like score a goal. I yeah.
0: mean, just just to kind of come back on David, I think actually, do you know what? One of the points you made that really resonated with me. I mean, you know, you know, I was growing up in the 70s. Well, one of the reasons why I, why I cherish Chelsea winning the European Cup is because I had to suffer Liverpool winning it for fun in the seventies and the eighties, and it really pissed me off. Um, but I do take your point absolutely that you know it's not you know that if if you if you reduce the competition down to the fact that the champions of each country you know well you don't have to be the champion of your country to win it. I I think it has devalued it in a sense. But your point about UEFA, whilst I totally get that, you know, Chelsea fans hate UEFA too, and UEFA hate Chelsea for much the same reasons as I suspect they hate City. But our view was always, let's win the bloody thing because it will really piss them off. And I'm surprised City haven't, City fans haven't adopted that attitude.
2: No, we, we do have that. We do have that. You know, let's stick it up their fundament. We yeah. want to win it because we know it'll piss them off. Yeah. It'll rain on their parade, most definitely. That's that's a factor into wanting to win it um because it will it will hurt them and it will be jesus christ the one team that we didn't want to win it which is why we've appointed lahoz as the referee just get me excuses in early um <laughs> you know they they it will hurt them either way and the irony i think we know you started off saying that there's, there's this this camaraderie between city and chelsea fans and the way that we've had a similar historical path let's face it if it weren't for the respective Clubs Chelsea and City, and also the fan base. The European Super League might well still have legs, so UEFA should be actually kissing our bloody feet and thanking us for derailing it from within the European Super League. Because had it not been for that, I honestly think it would still have legs, and um, well, we probably wouldn't be contesting the Champions League because it would have been banned from the booger.
3: Yeah, I mean, this is, this is UEFA's biggest nightmare, isn't it? Chelsea and Man City in the final. They could they could have had a picked a worse final for them given their, their respective views of us. I mean, I just, I just hope we just absolutely turn in the most amazing, cracking game the you know, best Champions League final ever. Serve them and right, really Win it? Piss right, off. Chidge says getting... saying,
1: guys? Chid. Sorry. So and I say Chid says we we get on terribly well, but I remember going up to Main Road and being told to fuck off right back to London. You soft southern puff. Well, um,
3: yeah, that's a yeah. that, uh, car in Moss Side. I, th- I think I sorry, think sorry. What, what? And your point is, Jonathan? What's
0: wrong with that? <laughs> 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 they weren't wrong. I mean, look, let's let's not let's not be too rose-tinted about this because I mean, there's always you know like like in the 60s, 70s, and 80s there was ag all over the place, and anybody. Who had to scarper quickly from Moss Side knows exactly what I'm talking about. I think actually there's there's a there's a there's a mutuality between City and Chelsea because of I think their very similar journeys and 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 history, if you like, in a way that you couldn't possibly have between Chelsea and United or Chelsea and Liverpool or Chelsea and Arsenal to name but three. That's kind of really what I mean, David. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Or Jonathan, because well, well, it was you asked the question. Well, I, I, I mean, me personally, I've always wanted City to. If it's not Chelsea, I've always kind of got a bit of a soft spot for City because you know when back you're game, Liverpool, mate. Well, that that season before Scum won the league, when you're getting held that last game at Brighton, I was like, oh please, it can't be Liverpool. <laughs> so I was so delighted you won it. I kind of got a bit of a soft spot, you know. You, you know, giving your history, well, well, and, like you go back to the junior match back in the day. Oh, and, thank you, know, no, goodness, and, yes. yeah, you think uh, that's down to
1: fans abusing on the terraces because we get a huge amount of abuse from Liverpool and United, whereas. City doesn't no history. Yeah, 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 exactly. It doesn't see... City.
2: Hey, come out, R- come out, R- come out. Hey, soft,
3: lad. Hey, you You
2: know, Mark. Hey, listen, listen. I've got a soft spot for Liverpool. It's commonly known as quicksand-like.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
0: Brilliant. David, I'm going nail- to get you to nail your colours to the mast. Uh, what's your prediction? But if
2: you want to go with the 5-4 of the members, Joe... <laughs> Yes. I am going to have Sheikh Mansour flex his financial power at around 10 o'clock tomorrow evening. If it's going to penalties, he's going to he's going to buy Villarreal, bring them into the City Football Group, and have everybody in yellow turn to sky blue and take our penalties and deliver his victory. Oh
0: man! I, I tell you what. I, I... I was there in Munich to to witness us uh to, you know win on penalties which was just unbelievable. I I I I couldn't get out to Moscow and I never I never saw it because I I was long story which has been told many times I won't bore you with but I missed that but I have to say the one thing I really hope doesn't happen is that it goes mm. to penalties that would be just oh, it's, torture. It's
2: horrible, isn't it? Horrible. Stand penalties
3: again I mean yeah. You know, both our files would be on penalties, haven't
0: they? Yeah, so. yeah, it would be awful to do that, David. Um, as you well know, I would always wish you luck, but certainly not for tomorrow. Likewise, sir. <laughs> but I tell you what—I mean, just as a quickie. I mean, it's been brilliant having you join us three times this season. It's—it's it's been delightful, and uh, thank you for for you know contributing as wonderfully as you have.
2: Well, okay. so it's very kind of you to invite me on and never learn the lesson and keep inviting me back. So thank you. <laughs>
0: there is that brilliant stuff. Cheers, David. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Cheers, Cheers David. Guys. Well bye done, bye mate. Bye. Hopefully we'll see you again next week. What was
2: season. the score? What were you thinking it was going to be?
3: Oh, he Day- didn't say, did he? He didn't say, did he?
0: No, he didn't. He saw that one, didn't he did he? He did. Well um... done. Well spotted, JK. You're not asleep <laughs> after all. Well done. Well, I am supposed to say 5-0 to Chelsea. That's
2: my sort No, of, that was uh, true.
0: Yeah. No, three uh, one city, three one city. Oh dear God, I hope not. All right, I think we'll leave it there, David. Uh, having having now upset me at the at the <laughs> I end, I've blotted my copybook. Now. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything less. I mean, as as everybody knows, I never predict Chelsea to to lose. It's just I can't do it. So you know, I get I get where you're coming from. Anyway, look, enjoy the match tomorrow. Whatever happens, and uh, as I said, hopefully we'll see you again next season. I'm looking forward to it already
2: okay gents lovely thanks guys bye bye now cheers, david,
0: oh, the best. cheers Dave, there you go that's uh, the wonderful david walker from red but dot com uh, who's uh, been our resident uh, man city fan this season now uh, after the break uh, we're going to be telling you what we think will happen
2: real fans real opinions
0: I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Football
2: FootballFancast.com
0: Okay, welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast, and uh, I'm Stanford Chidge. This is the preview show. We're previewing the Champions League final between Chelsea and Man City, to, uh, Man City for tomorrow. And I've got Jonathan Kidd with me. Aloha Aloha, and I've got Dan Silver with me. Good evening, sir. Now, before we get into our kind of little preview of uh of uh of the city Chelsea Champions League final, just a bit of news number one, I did a wonderful, 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 even of a do set myself <gasps> interview with oh. wee Pat Nevin, which uh I put out to you all uh on Tuesday if you haven't listened to it already. Uh, please do. Uh, I mean, as you could probably tell, if you have listened to it, you'll understand that I I, I, I have huge man crush on Wee Pat, which possibly came over. Um, but it was great. He was great value, as he always is. I asked him for an hour. He gave me nearly two. Classic Pat. But uh, the other thing about it is uh, I have a copy of his autobiography, which is really what we were talking about for most of that time, uh, called The Accidental Footballer. And um, there is a competition to win that. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, you will know what the question is, and I require you to answer it and send me an email to chelseafancast at gmail dot com. And if you do it before, or if you do it by Monday, uh, I'll I'll tell you who's won it on Tuesday. And the uh, the other thing, of course, is that we have our weekly football prizes at football underscore prizes competition. Yesterday, I put up on our Twitter feed uh, the link to win a signed and framed tiago silver shirt so there we go so go and check that out it's on our on our, on our uh chelsea at chelsea fancast twitter feed you'll find it there the link to go and get that four pound 95 ticket uh get on it quick because these sell out quick and you'll lose the chance to win a tiago silver signed and framed shirt so there we go you were you were you two were both mm, ah, mm, when i was mentioning the pat interview did you hear it jk no no i must Mm-hmm. So
3: I've downloaded it to listen to. It. So I'll be probably when I go out tomorrow to yeah. go to the football. I'll have a listen. Yeah. Apparently, there's lots of stuff on social media about how good it was. And oh. how great it was.
0: Well, yeah, but not not me, right? Okay. Well, no, about... a <laughs> no,
1: it said not much about football, about <laughs> well, music.
0: And he's fishy for compliments tonight, isn't he? By the way, I know. I'm cl- clearly feeling very. I told you, I'm feeling sick with nerves and yeah. therefore quite vulnerable and insecure. Uh, we love him, Tish. It was about it was about his book. Really, it was about the accidental football. His book and you know so you know and pat and i just go off at tangents so you know and i and the thing is is that most of us already know a lot about uh the games and all of that with pat so i i picked a couple out and i talked to him about john neal i talked to him about Canners and what happened there i talked to him very much about how he left you know, so there's plenty of football chat in there. Um I didn't meant we didn't mention the Cocktoe twins once. I thought that was quite restrained of us. Killing joke? Did you mention? No, them? no. He's- I don't think he's a big joke fan. It's not his kind of. No, fan. he wasn't. He wasn't. I didn't get. No, that. he's. He's more Joy Division, and uh, we sh- we share a love of a lot of things and a lot of bands. But
1: that seminal picture of him sitting in the dressing room with his the new invention, the Walkman. That's on. right. Yeah. And a
0: copy yeah. of the NME. We talked yeah. about we talked about John Peel a lot because I mean, when I was a kid uh I, I like many people used to listen to john keel Re, john peel religiously and what i didn't know which i only found out for the book was that that pat used to go into the studio and and, and help him out he's like he worked like an intern and 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 peely used to, and i remember peely used to say oh, oh i've got the famous footballer in tonight you know and i didn't know he was talking about pat so yeah. there you go. dan you say you know if, you, if pat was playing now we'll be like, pat pat we'll tear you apart oh, very yeah. good very yeah. good all right, let's talk about uh, this small, inconsequential, means nothing at all, you know, kind of like a friendly, really, isn't it? Champions cool, League like final. Friendly, yeah. yeah, Champions League final. I don't really care. I'm not going. I don't care. No, I mean, it is it is it is utterly huge, and that's really what, what I want to start with uh, on our, our, our kind of preview to it. Um, Jay, I mean, Adam, as we know, he's, he's flying off tomorrow morning because uh, he's going to be working there. Lucky, lucky boy. Uh, and J.K. is uh, is going as are a few of the other Chelsea fancast mob. Alex is going, isn't she? And Martin they already,
1: isn't she? There already. Yeah, Alex?
0: yeah. She's te- there, yeah. tearing it up already, throwing chairs around. No, no, she's not doing that. She's certainly. I know she's been on the radio and stuff. Is, any any other of our mob going?
3: Martin, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah,
0: I think Martin and Alex and J.K. are the uh, yeah. the the three representatives. Reps. Yes, yeah. yes, and, all, and pay, all all paid for their own tickets as well. Uh, and got them through being loyal Chelsea supporters. And I love you for that. But the point is, JK, how do you feel? What does it mean for Chelsea to be in a, in a Champions League final again for you? Uh, it's, uh,
2: it's a magnificent achievement. And um, we shouldn't underestimate
1: how brilliant we've been to get there to the final. <laughs> um, playing wonderful football. Um, very different football, I think, to the kind of football we've been playing because of the opposition. The opposition have been uh, very different to what you experience in the Premier League. Um, uh, but it's, it, 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 I thought I just have to be there. It's that thing, if you have an opportunity to get there and there was an opportunity. I mean, I'm, I've am i had my two jabs of the vaccines and uh, um, my daughter didn't want me to go because she just said, I'm just worried about you. I'm really worried about you. Uh-huh catch you might catch something you might well we know what i'd catch and i said well i you know they do so many tests on it um i'm not going to die because uh that doesn't appear to be the case now if you've had the two vaccines but um for me it's just it's having being in attendance i mean bizarrely even even the the horror of losing against united at moscow you you were there
0: for that weren't you oh yeah 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 yeah
1: you being there was just was so much part of it, and bizarrely, one you look positively at the experiences of even losing, of getting away from the ground, and meeting people in the same boat as you, you know, who are stricken. But at the same time, we're all we're all part of this um, the great the great experience, the great performances. And I, I think we have played brilliantly in Europe. And I I yeah. hate this business of they people of the media actually have tried to um, somehow. Um, lessen our achievement by saying that we've had a terrib- very lucky draw, which of course <laughs> is, is, is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. We, nobody, wanted to, nobody wanted to play Atleti. We played them and we beat them. Um, everybody thought that we'd be absolutely rolled over by, because Liverpool got beaten by Madrid. We'd be rolled yeah. over and, and we didn't. We were wonderful. And I just hope that that team plays tomorrow and not the side that has somehow just, just lost its way in the league games and in the cup final and we don't know and that that has been well that has actually given me feelings similar feelings to every you know to going and watching i mean I, i've been trying i've been comparing these moments of loss in my in my past like going to watch how i felt going to watch um uh chelsea play sheffield wednesday in the 1966 semi final at villa park when we were supposed to be we were much better side in the league and we lost like going to 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 play against Spurs in 1967, and that's the kind of feeling. And what even just what in the cup final recently, the the awfulness of that, mm. and and I I'm prepared to experience that again. But I think the achievement of getting there is brilliant, and I want to be in the crowd to share it with like mind Chelsea fans, and also see this as a as a starting off point, which I do. I see this as a uh, catalyst, as, isn't it? As a beginning for him actually because i really think he's a wonderful wonderful manager and uh i think that if you if you know if they extend his contract more than the six months that's left whatever it is um that which of course they will uh i really think we can do great things and if you look back at you know united for example they took great they got great um um uh, what's the word uh, inspiration by losing finals by losing, because the team then all come together and go, we're not going to experience this pain again. So if by any chance they do lose tomorrow, it's not going to be the end of this team. It's going to be with a couple of purchases. This is going to be a great team achieving an enormous amount over the next few years. Yeah. Um, but just because, I, as I say, getting to the final has been absolutely a magnificent performance. Those performances, again, Atleti, Porto and Madrid, Were superb. And so let's hope that we can emulate that again tomorrow. So you go along and it's a final. My fear is, of course, is we can't score as we've established. And yet I cannot see how we will possibly play the same way, as I said, against, as we played against Arsenal, we played against um, Villa and we played against Leicester because they're very different sides to City. And I think, and I think what, what what has come out here, I think he's a he is a bit arrogant. He is a bit arrogant about his team. And I think he will, as you say, Dan. You said earlier he overthinks it, and I think he might overthink it. Even David said that. So there is a great deal of hope, despite us being underdogs. And if you look at the way we have played recently, we won't stand a, a cat's chance in hell. But it, it's a different competition, we, and they attack much more. Um, and he'll he'll have something sorted out for them. I really have absolute faith in that
0: I think that's interesting I tell you what you know one of the things you said there I think absolutely nails it JK I mean apart from actually you know it's really lovely to hear actually the 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 important thing as a supporter yeah there we go blue blokes just said on Mixler well said JK and I I absolutely concur but first of all is the emotional point about it you you kind of you know people think football supporters are absolutely bonkers you know i mean the people paying i mean you know i heard alex on talk Sport last night totting up how much it's costing to get there buying you know some of these tickets are going for 500 a uh, minimum of a couple hundred quid for the flight you've got the hotels you've got four flaming jabs to have you could you're doing a grand here
1: 125 quid for a test because they don't want you to do an nhs one it has to be so but the the,
0: the point yeah but the point is yes i know it's it's ridiculous crazy criminal it's a grand just to go to a football match but people like you you know like like me if i was able to would will gladly pay that we go you have to be there and that's that's Mm. what you articulated so beautifully the other point that i really really liked is absolutely bang on because i i think it's kind of really weird. What does it mean to be in the Champions League final? I'm absolutely overwhelmed by the fact that we've got there because, uh, you know, after to, to 2012 and the way we've been the last seven years, I thought, well, we might not ever do it again, yeah. let alone win it. But there is something about this team and, the, and, and Tuchel and what they're doing. But I think that they're ahead. I, heard, I was listening to Cundy and Clive Walker earlier on Chelsea TV and they made a similar point. We're ahead of schedule here. We've got to a Champions League final. Probably, if you if we keep this team together, add a few other good players, keep Tuchel, th- this is this is where we we should be in a two years' time. We are ahead of schedule, and 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 I want to desperately win this. God, I do. But oh. if we don't win it, we I I really think Dan that we will be back very soon because I think something is building here. There's a bit there's a bit of magic building. Just I mean that kind of
3: like it's so surreal. Like you know we beat Atletico. We beat Paul, so it's like, oh, it's Real Madrid in the semi-finals. It's kind of, it's because we're not there. It's so surreal, and then suddenly, when Mount scores to make it two nil, when we're going to bloody Champions League final, just it's just incredible. I can't, you know, you told us in January that we'd be in the Champions League final. We have just laughed, laughed at you. Yeah. I'm just so excited. I mean, it's we not, it's we not...
0: did all laugh at Jonathan to be fair when he
3: in yeah. fact <laughs> said that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's not, <laughs> I it's, did, it's, it's
1: I
3: did say that. Yeah, it's a very different. it was with frank Frank. Frank, because munich we're like massive underdogs and then when we shit housed in barcelona we're in the final it was like it was our first final we're like didn't expect anything we thought we'd get absolutely destroyed by munich and we we didn't underdogs again so many different factors in like you know parallels from 2012 in terms of like results and people winning cups and so on and so forth it's so exciting i'm I can't be out there, but I'm just absolutely beyond excited for tomorrow at 8 o'clock. I mean, like, literally off my tits with excitement. The thing to remember, of course, once again, it is
1: a final, and you have got the unknown of the foreign ref. Who might yeah. interpret something? He might send somebody off early. He might make a decision that we think is absolutely ludicrous, but he's going to stand by it. Yeah, they, You've they got tend these... to be
0: better than our refs, to be fair. Yes, well,
1: well they, but yeah, they, but occasionally they have a. They'll do something that we don't doesn't happen in the Premier League. Like they'll book you for standing over the ball. The they'll book, book you for the ball away. They'll they'll book you for something that our referees just, even though it's the, the law, ignore. You know, just by getting too close to them, by by even remonstrating with them. You you know that's likely to happen because they're 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 from a different culture. They ref, they referee from a different with a it's the same set of laws, but it's just slightly differently interpreted. So there is there are a hell of a lot of unknowns going yeah. on in this setup. And the,
3: the massive thing this game is if we win, all these players now have the winning mentality.
4: Completely.
3: You know, Mason Mount and Reese James lost two cup finals, that will really fucking hurt them. We managed to get a win tomorrow. This entire young squad is suddenly the pinnacle of European football. That completely changes the whole dynamic for next season. We've got an outstanding coach who I think is just been a breath of fresh air. You know, huge, huge shoes to fill from Frank, but my god, he's done so well. He speaks brilliantly, articulately, showing enough respect to Frank. I think two calls. Listen, as long as the club don't fucking cluster, fucking give him. Like some shitty signings in the summer. I think they, be... they re re sign
1: Zapata. Little has what?
3: That's yeah. they, they'll, they'll, they'll probably bring like. I, listen, this this manager, I love him. I think he's great. I, I think Dan, he, I completely share your
1: enthusiasm. Up points. there
3: with Prime he, Jose, absolutely. He, he, is, he is one of the best managers in the world. We have not every game we play. We haven't been battered. We haven't. Villa, we did play particularly well. We've never been battered by anybody. No, we were great for forty-five minutes, though. I, we were all I, over them. Just can't we, score. Couple of, couple of, you know, couple of players in this squad, bit of experience, bit of now, bit of shit We're going to give City one for their money. No doubts about it next season. Really to, exciting.
0: Tommy, Tommy Tuchel is the Hunderblutzin, as your mate said. I certainly buy him. I think he's just. Do you know what? Do you want to know what that means?
3: Yes, please. The dog's bollocks, mate. In yeah, Germany. Yeah. Well, clever. There's something about. Wunder, there's out, it? Yeah, you're blurting. You know must, when, be,
1: like, must be the doodars. Yeah, you you know yeah, know yeah.
3: Like when Conte's sure, first
1: that, season. That That's it, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah, the Conte's first season at West Ham, he dives into the crowd, or the when he was swinging from the the uh, touchline at Stoke City. There's something about him. He just. He's, he's great. Dan, so I'm going to
0: rein it back in for a second. Not Sorry. that I'm going to be pessimistic or anything, but. I think it it I, it's fascinating what we're all saying here because I mean you know there's the you know Mos- Moscow vibes really pumped couldn't go because it was really just too expensive frankly for me then and really difficult to get to uh, similarly to now a real ball ache to get there um, but you know like I said to David earlier on you know there was a real expectancy you know this is this is the best Chelsea team I've seen in my lifetime. They they beat United just before, as I recall. Um, I, I expected us to win in Mu- in, in Moscow, Munich. Uh, that great team had pretty much gone. We had players like Bossing were playing, Kalou, um, you know, Rian Bertrand making his debut in a Champions League, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et
1: cetera. Et cetera. All, all the
0: injuries. Gar- well, Gary Cahill and David Luiz playing on one leg. You know, it was not the team of two thousand and eight. That's the point. You know, when we have Baloch, Essien, um, you know, Lampard in their prime. All right. So mm-hmm. Munich, Munich, I went thinking we got no chance here. I, I mean, it, apart from the fact that we all felt the whole kind of coincidence serendipity clause, you know, which was that it's written in the stars. I know we all felt that. We, But I, but that was an emotional thing, I think, with our logical heads on. And I'd love to go back to my podcasts from before that to find out, actually. But I didn't expect us to win, really. I was just going to go and enjoy it and be happy to be there.
1: I was exactly the same to yeah. such an extent when Drogba went up to, I'm sure I've heard of this before, went up to take the penalty to win it. I could not believe it. Mm-hmm. I just felt this is just, this is so anti the way this should have gone because that because um, uh, Bayern was such a better so much a better mm-hmm. side. And it was just a couple of moments of brilliant, brilliant uh, Matters corner Drogba's header And we were just riding our luck so much. And I've told you this, I burst out laughing. I burst out laughing when Drogba went to take the penalty because I thought, this is so, you know, we so deserve to win in, in Moscow. And yet here we are. Very likely to win. I kept thinking he's going to miss. It. He must win it. There, there must be something else going. On. And he scored. And I was obviously it's ecstatic, but nonetheless thinking, for fuck's sake, how on earth did we do that? Yeah. Wow! You
2: know,
3: I mean, my, my my story about Munich is I was I was my friend Matt, and we, um, I said because we were we had a really early flight out of Munich, so I said right, okay, we'll wait for this corner, and if it doesn't go <laughs> in, let's just let's just fuck off and go back. I don't be I don't want to be in the ground at the small town west when the job was scored, and then. I, I called that Matt was going to miss because I know he missed a couple of penalties against Birmingham in the cup previously and he wasn't great at penalties. And then I swear, me and Matt were like literally linking arms when was stepped up. And for a second or so, as he stepped up, I swear to God, the Allianz was like a, a grave, a grave study. It was so quiet. You could hear a pin drop. And then you saw kind of the ball game to left. Noise again to the right, and then just that massive, incredible explosion of noise and emotion. It was just, it was so surreal. When I got, because I got back to Gatwick at like six in the morning, and I went to buy some papers, and I missed a train, had to wait an hour for another train. I was just literally like, look at the chat music. It just <laughs> is so mad, it's so surreal. It's like. Because my phone had died, so I had no idea. I got home, plugged it in, and my phone just exploded with, like, texts and all sorts of old... It was just the most incredible 24 hours of... Yeah, I mean, and and it was. I mean,
0: exactly, Dan. It was the best night in my life, and it will always be the best night in my life. And, you know, I've got a a really good mate who I used to work with who's a Man United fan. And I remember, um, you know, he he said to me before I went out uh, to Munich, he said he said chidge make sure you enjoy it whatever you do you're a bit like people say about footballers when they play in a final take it in you know don't let it all go by in a blur he said yeah. really <laughs> enjoy it he said because you cannot beat winning it for the first time
3: just i mean i, I tell stories day in like, day that's out. the point that's you
0: cannot it. beat you cannot beat winning it for the first time and i think by by process of elimination it might not it might not ever be as good again yeah. And here we are with a chance to do it, and I can't be there. And I feel I'm going to be very honest with you, chaps. I feel I feel a bit removed and disconnected from it because of that. And I know you're not going either, Dan. So it'd be interesting to hear yeah. what you think about that.
3: Yeah, I, I feel the so. same because I've seen my pals like paying picks up and stuff in Porto, and I think, oh, God. Because so weirdly, because we, we were the first flight out of um, from Gatwick and we went to the um, the fans' village at the old Olympic stadium, and I, I went with the toilet, and it's Bare Munich fan, follow me in full Lederhosen hose and with a bare minnow top. And he went, oh,
0: was he Chelsea. Gi- was he giving you a wink, Dan? I'd have been I very was, worried. Oh, actually.
3: He went, Oh Chelsea, Chelsea. I went, yeah, yeah. He goes, Put, oh, your, I put want-
0: your brat verse away, mate. You said,
3: I want, I want photo in Chelsea. I was like, catch to do a pee first, please, mate? <laughs> goes, yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course. So got upstairs. Took my friend took a photo of this guy, and he goes, I, I send you, I send you photo, and I was like, All right. So I gave him my email, just I use for like my online stuff. The Monday, log back to my email, had an email picture of me with this guy in Laidhouse and was going, well done, Chelsea. Not the best team winning, but the world well on Chelsea. Amazing.
0: <laughs> I know, they're quite amazing things. And I mean, yeah. J- JK, you of uh, the three of us are the lucky one to be going out tomorrow. What's your itinerary? I'm going to ask the same question I asked to Adam. What's your, it- what's your plan of action, mate? Where are you, where are you plotting up, mate? Uh,
1: get up at three. Um, uh, meet at, um, you know, make sure I've got everything, double, triple, quadruple check. I'm going to do that again in a minute, see if I've got at the end of the show, see if I've got everything. Get my passport to get, uh, make sure I've got that. That's a big thing. I keep thinking, oh, God, bloody, I must forget that. Trying to work out. They've got this bizarre thing. They said you can only take a bag the size of an A4 piece of paper. What? So I, I I know it doesn't make any sense at all. So I was thinking, well, if I take a Tesco bag, I could then squash whatever belongings I've got into the size of an A4 piece of paper. But I, you know, I mean, I, I, I've, I've I've things to my, do. I take a book. I like to take my iPad. I won't. I'll lose it. So I'll take my book. I will take a book. Um, I'll make sure I've got. I will take a charger. So if any possibility of charging my phone, if I want to. You should get, get, you should get one of, get one paper. of
0: these in the airport. Yeah, a Mophie, yeah. Mophie
1: we would have to charge it though, Chidge, wouldn't I? How do I do
0: that?
3: It comes partly charged. Yeah, no. As long as you've got, as as you've got a USB connection, you can charge it anywhere.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do, I've got, do it on the I'll, plane. I'll, do it on the plane. They'll have a USB. They'll have a USB port on the plane.
1: Okay. Well, I'll try and do that then. Yeah. And um, just reminding me, take that out there. Got got me. Got me little. Got me charger. Um. But, um, but then we get, then we get, we go to Gap, we can get this seven o'clock and then we get there about nine, I think. And then, um, when we've got the day to ourselves, I mean, I've done lots of these trips before in the past when, you know, you, you've got a day trip to where Sofia, Bulgaria to, you know, to, to, uh, to wherever, whatever, you know, to, um, to whatever, to Schalke, to, um, uh, masses of, of away games, Lisbon. I mean, all these places I've been to Vienna, um, uh, um, Seville, which is exactly the same thing. So it's it's nothing that is different. That whole trip is actually nothing different at all from what I've done before on those single-day trips where you make sure you get the coach, you take the coach, tell where the coach is, end of the game. Uh, they've even allowed you a moment. If your team lift the trophy, see them lift the trophy, then leave to get your coach, because the coach otherwise might leave without you and I mean that would be horrendous wouldn't it man? you end, well, up,
0: if you end up staying in Porto and we'll You'd be speaking be, to you on Tuesday you. from Porto
1: mate it, if particularly if you, particularly if the team had won yeah that'd be horrible wouldn't it of course not but well, um, you, you
0: know you you'll know this but in the cup winners cup final in 71 oh, I no, mean yes, you know you know my mate Psycho Phil yeah it took yeah. him three weeks to get back <laughs> yes that's what Barisbury help <laughs> God. Don't want that to happen. I think he um, was still quite drunk, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he probably enjoyed being there for the next few. Well, weeks there's some you.
0: people who never came back.
1: Yeah, they really they, 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 they kind ma- of
0: married Greek girls and stayed yeah, there. They married the
1: waitress. Yeah, they seriously, in. it's yeah,
0: true. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or perhaps they married them. The waitress married them the other way <laughs> Maybe. Around. Yeah, but um, but no. So then uh, then it's just a question of getting into the game, and then um, um, I'm look. I'm intrigued as to what they'll do social distancing wise. Uh, whether you're you know, who you'll be sitting next to and what team, what group of people are I, having won this ballot. I don't know whether I'm actually going to be, be with anybody that I've ever, you know, sit near at uh, in Aussies or sit, you know, near in the um, uh, in East and Middle. So it will be a, a revelation. But everybody's unbelievably friendly in these moments. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, um, to making some new friends, would you believe, actually. But I'm going out actually with the same people. I'm meeting the same people I've went to the to Munich and to Moscow and to Amsterdam, the same people have go, I'm going out with them and, uh, and coming back with them. So um, let's hope that they, uh, the omens are good other than the Moscow one. So that's me
0: itinerary. Well, I know Dan and I are very envious of you and and, and I love the fact that, that, that not just you, but also Martin and Alex are going to be out there now. Let's actually talk about the football. Why not? Um, I mean, the question really is, I mean, we're un- we are so obviously underdogs. I mean, I love this actually. We're we're clearly under underdogs from a playing point of view, you know. Uh, City have won three of the last four Premier Leagues. This the last one had a- put a bit of a canter. Um, uh, the media, I mean, they're spunking over Pep and City to win it like you wouldn't believe. Matt Dickinson's got a article out for the Times, which is just fellating City, frankly. Um, Nobody wants us to win. Same old, same old. Nobody wants us to win. And I actually think that's when we're at our best. I have to say, I love it when we're underdogs. I love it when everybody hates us. I love it when nobody wants us to win. So the question is really, you know, how, how do we, how do we beat them, Dan? How do we beat them? We've done it twice, but I think it'll be very different on Saturday. Like I said to David, it'll be different teams. And then you've got to factor in the fact that this is the biggest final you can play in. Um,
3: we have no pressure on us whatsoever. Pep's been hugely overconfident in his um, press conferences. I think he's thinks he's already won it, more than capable of beating them. I don't I don't think, having said that, that the, the FA Cup and the league game have got any particular relevance. But I just, there's something about this, the way that we've kind of got through Atleti, Porto, Real Dominating these games and the comfortable wins. I just there's something about this this game. I just got such a good feeling about it. I just think City with a high line, the pace we've got. I I just got this feeling. I, I didn't think in Munich for one minute we'd even get close to winning. You know, I thought we'd just get end up on the back of a shellacking. And we, you know, even when um Müller scored in the 83rd minute, I thought, oh, okay, fine, fair enough. I think Tuchel's got the Enough about him to win this. I think Peps phenomenal manager. He's going to overthink it. He's going to pull up some sort of weird kind of squad selection. And I just just got this feeling we're going to win it. I just think it's written in the stars. It's it's (laughs) all the parallels. All the parallels of 2012 about various different results have happened and cup finals and this happening and that happening and blah blah blah. I just think. I've got a good feeling. I just... I don't know why. I don't normally have this kind of huge enthusiasm. But I just think there's just something about this team, the manager. It's, team Werner is going to have a game of his life, I think. I know JK's like,
0: what? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> it, you know, I, 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 it'll be interesting to hear what, what JK says about that. But I, I, I think, you, you, you know... I I love it, Dan. Actually, you you're coming out with the the emotional reasons as to, to oh, why we should totally win it. Yeah, but patch- I, I mean, on a more technical point, I I I think I think it. I mean, look, City could dub us five. They're that good. I think if we have a if we have a bad day at the office, we don't turn up. We make some shonky mistakes. They are a team that are good enough to pick anybody apart. However, I think. Like you were saying, I think Tuchel's a man with a plan, and I think he'll, he'll put one in. But ultimately, the players are the ones that have to expedite it. But I think they can. Exp- they're a good team for us to be playing because we can get behind them, and that will play to Werner's strengths as it has done in the last two matches. Okay. And the other thing is, for me, J.K., the the match will revolve around, as it has done for the last three months and probably longer, our ability or not, to put the ball in the back of the net. That's where we'll win or lose it for me. you
1: analyse the, the athletic game, we, we prevented them from playing. He had a scheme and he pushed them all. Any, any attack that developed just ended up, the ball spent an enormous amount of time going out down the touch lines because he, he pressed that far. And I, I'm i pretty sure he'll have a uh, an idea of how to, well, I think in the semi-final, he played the ball over the top because they'd pressed so far forwards Um, and he prevented them from playing. And I think he'll have that, that, well, there'll be an approach that we won't have expected. Um, As you said, Dan, the problem is, is if they get a goal early on, uh, how are we going to get a goal? And yet, um, we managed to get goals in the other two games that mainly because uh, it was on the break and um, it was, you know, two against two and it was, Pretty, you know, pretty simple for the ball to go in the net. So, yeah. but my fear is that they will score from a couple of long shots.
3: Yeah, my, my, my fi- that's
1: I think something that that we don't seem to be able to to, to deal with terrible. well. It's, it's 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 closing them down so they don't get the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, earlier in the season we were excellent at. I, th-
3: I think cool. my my fear is if they if they score first, we're done because I don't think this team's got the balls to or the cojones to come back from conceding a goal. Well, we we did in the league that? match. Yeah, we did, but generally speaking, the team has proven that if we go a goal behind, we don't necessarily come back from it. The pressure's all on Man City. I mean, this is City's final to lose, if you believe what all the media say. The pressure's solely on them. I quite like the fact that we've gone under the radar. I quite like the fact that none of the media are particularly paying attention to us. It's almost like it's a Man City have won it scenario. I just think it's, it's, it's a huge step for this club. If we, if we can actually win this Champions League tomorrow... All these players said earlier, get the winning mentality. You know, Reese James, Mason Mount, losing two cup finals have really hurt them. You know, you saw how upset they were. We lost two cup finals to essentially inferior teams with all due respect to Arsenal and Leicester. Should have won them both. This team needs a win. This is a huge opportunity for us. City are a great side, fantastic side, but they're, they're, they're under pressure. They, they They need to win this more than we do. Because of what Pep's done, what Pep spent, it's their I, I, first. I, Dan,
0: auch. I agree with you. I, I think. I mean, bizarrely enough, I mean, because we all know how important it is, because we've done it before. But I genuinely think a bit like Jonathan was saying as well. Actually, I think we've got a free hit tomorrow. I really do. You know, none of us expected us to to beat Atleti. You know, at the time, uh, and then we had Real Madrid. I mean, Porto are not going to be easy. You know, none of us expected us to be here. I think that the team is young and developing, and. You know, we it's not won anything yet. I think they've got a real free hit tomorrow, Jonathan, and I think that's good because actually, if if you know, Tuchel and his man management style—if he can get into their heads and relax them enough to make you know not say it doesn't matter what happens, but you know allows them to express themselves—I think that could, you know, I think they they may go into that less pressured than City, if you see what I mean.
1: Well I I've been intrigued to see who he picks as well at the moment. Well, do you want but... do
0: you want to know what I've I've gone for on that point? Yeah, can we yeah? can we have a listen to that? Yeah. yeah, all right. I've gone for this. You won't you will not be, I'm sure. You will not be surprised at this because we talked about this the other week if you remember. But Mendy, Rudiger, Silva, Aspilicueta, Chilwell, Kovacic, uh I've gone Kante which is naughty. I'm going to change my mind actually. I'm going cuz I I forgot I I did this after the other game. But anyway, Chilwell, uh, Jorginho, actually. I would pick Jorginho for this. Kante and James. Werner, Havertz, Mount. So I'll do that again. Mendy, Rudiger, Silva, Aspilicueta, Chilwell, Jorginho, Kante, James, Werner, Havertz, and Mount. And the reason I've done that, I mean, that's the back back, uh, four, if you like, that have served us very, very well. Silva's experience, you know, he was in the final last year. Dave gets the nod for me, as the right centre-back, because he's a very good right centre-back. He is the captain. Tuchel loves him. And I don't think that Christiansen's fit enough, like Dan was saying earlier. Chilwell's our best left wing-back. James is our best right wing-back. Offers us more going forward as a wing-back than Aspie does. Uh, Kante, if he's fit, is a, is a, is a no-brainer. Yeah. Jorginho, rather than Kovacic. I don't think Jorginho, uh, Kovacic is up to speed, as, he, as he's proved in the last couple of weeks. And Jorginho, for all of his ills he's 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 saved his best games for Europe this season he was outstanding against Atletico away he was outstanding against Real Madrid at home and I think he really raises his games in these competitions or in the in the Champions League Pep covets him as we know Um, and I think that we will need to eke out as much possession as we can from City because they are going to have the ball a lot and I think he can He's good at that. Let's be honest. He does have strength. So I o- oddly would pick him. Werner's a no-brainer because he's got pace to burn and they don't like him, as he's proved in the last two matches. Mount's a no-brainer because he's brilliant. But Havertz, for me, would, would start in this fourth number nine because I think he works well with Werner and I yeah. think he's got a, he's got more of an eye for goal than the others. And I think he has to start. Pulisic, much as I love him, doesn't get in the starting 11. Yeah. He, he's an impact player for me. Yeah, you know, I, totally I, I, I think you look
3: at the... The the backs James and um, Chua they're going to push back on Foden and whoever plays the other side so we need we need some really like aggressive wing backs I think you tell me right about the front three I think Pulisic just played himself out of contention in his last three four games but you think it's you know, it's one nil Chelsea one one half an hour to go you bring on Pulisic he's definitely got the impact I think that's 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 our best team right now yeah, yeah. JK I, don't...
1: I thought Havertz played very well um, against Villa actually when he came on in yeah, fact he, he did, him... didn't he. I acted as well
0: because you clearly. see he, he's an option he's done well against City as well but he has. he has he's not he's not in my starting 11 mate if you've got to because that's the trouble this is the thing we've been saying all season has it who who are our best front three and it's a real tricky one Mount mm. gets in there every time Werner can't hit a cow's ass with a banjo you know but you got to play him because he does bring something to the team yeah, yeah. but for me it's Havertz up front mm. I
1: just I just think Werner has to be uh, really focused on it because um uh the, the the first 45 minutes against Villa were just um he just wasn't tuned in at all to what was happening and and you can't afford to have that but at the same time I think his role will be very different to the one he played against Villa so uh because because of their their ball retention pressing and ability to uh, um to, to just control the, the the flow of the game, City, which is something that we need to infiltrate and, uh, uh, and mess up, which I think we've managed to do in the past. Um, but no, I, I expect him to play his strongest team, Guardiola, rather than we were talking about in the, Speaking to David well, you know, he, he might do something ridiculous, but I don't think he will. I think he'll play all the top ones. And I found, I found it slightly worrying as to when he brought, brought on his best team again in the league. We looked very vulnerable, and that was Gundogan and um, and De Bruyne who hadn't been. I think in the league game, I don't think De Bruyne was playing all the way through. Um, and Foden, of course, who came on and was magnificent. But let's let's see what uh, you know. It's one of those, isn't it? I. I I, I think it's impossible to call. I really do. Because um, if you go on current form, they'll they'll beat us 6-0. If you go on their ability to play there, if you go on European form, we could easily win it. Um, and I, But I think the unknowns are somebody might get injured, somebody might get sent off. Um, uh, what's the referee going to do? There might be ridiculous VAR, there might be something... Uh, a challenge that uh, that we think is innocuous. It might be an application of the laws, as I've said, that is very, um, very European and not uh, not English. There are lots of unknowns in a in a, a cup final like this. Although their, their shooting boots might not be there, as they were, as Bayerns weren't. You know, I never understood the, the number of close calls yeah. in the Bayern game and the cup yeah. final were were enormous. It just might be that you know the. The uh, the stars are aligned for us tomorrow in the same way that well, they were as they were for Leicester you, the other day in the cup final. You know,
0: you, so. you do not win finals unless you have an element of luck, and and yeah. it's a it's a good segue actually, Jonathan, because the other the other thing that we cannot know now, but we we do know because we've watched football for long enough, is that there will be you know some unlikely heroes possibly tomorrow night. And I actually, it's a shame Adams not here because he knows all about this because I wrote an article for them. Uh, last night, which went out today, which I, I titled. They always change my titles, as you know, but mine was We Can Be Heroes Just For One Day. And it was very much around uh, 2012. And there were very obvious heroes that night in Petr Cech and uh, Didier Drogba, of course. But there was also Fernando Torres, who, of course, couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo, who won the corner. And then there was Juan Mata, who took the corner that Didier Drogba headed in. And then there was Gary Cahill, who had only just turned up, and we all thought he was a crap Bolton player. And David Luiz, who we thought was a lunatic, both playing on one leg. And they were absolutely rock solid. There was Ryan Bertrand, who, uh, as we jokingly called him, Ryan Bertrand, to his mates, who was making his Champions League debut at the age of 23, he, who played really, really well. Um, I could go on and on and on. But the man of the match that night was John Obi McKell, Now, I remember very well, and you don't need to call me out on this, people, because I remember doing the podcast. We used to slate, Mikel, week in, week out. Week in, week out, just like we do for Jorginho in many respects. And yet, on the biggest night in Chelsea's life, he had the biggest game of his career, and he turned up, and he was man of the match, you know? And so there are unlikely heroes always in cup finals. and, And you can see it. I mean, you know, Timo Werner could score the winner, having been absolutely appalling in front of goal all season. Um, Billy Gilmore might come for on, on for a, on for a cameo. Jorginho might be man of the match. Keppa might, you know, come on and save penalties like Cech did, We just don't know. But what we do know, Dan, is that there will be some unlikely heroes and probably yeah, some awesome. villains as well as the other yeah, side of the coin. As always,
3: I mean, I kind of feel like it's like 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 will well, we'll get the winner. Yeah, who kind of like he did against will pop up from nowhere and in a winner,
0: or even Alonso he might come on as a sub. I mean, we just don't Listen, know, this, do we? It's the beauty of it, really. It's the beauty football.
3: but I mean, you know, these these players can make themselves legends, heroes, like like a Bertrand, like a Kalou, like a Mikel. You know, this 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 is or a, a boss, swinger. A boss really? winger, boss winger, the, the, the monobrow. This this game is gives us a second chance. It's huge. I mean, this this is how you kind of set your your. Your status as a Chelsea hero or not? I mean, you know, Chilwell or Keppa come, comes on and saves penalties. It's just mad. I mean, Mendy's already kind of cult hero. He could just have a, a worldie. It's just one of those ideas you just never, never know. Thiago Silva, who's become a cult hero, get a winner, get a header from a corner. There's so I mean, many, like, on that, stories. On that,
0: yeah. I mean, on that point, I mean, you know, that, that I think on a more serious point rather than an emotional one, JK, I, th- I think you know what we do absolutely need tomorrow is for I think uh, Mendy to have a good game. Very, very vital that he does. Why would he not,
1: though? Why would he yeah.
0: not? Well, I, I, there's no reason why he wouldn't, but the goalkeepers are so crucial in a final. That's, that's really all, all. I'm not having a dig at Mendy. I'm just saying that No, keepers I didn't, are, you were. I'm
1: just crucial. saying I think he's, he's, he's been uh, impenetrable, really, other than a, a bit of a Rick early, yeah. early on. But,
0: um, but Silver, I think, will be absolutely key tomorrow because of his experience calming people down. He was in the final last year and he lost. He knows what that's like. What that's like. Kante's our, our world class player and is crucial in the midfield absolutely crucial because you know City are very strong there and of course Mason Mount you know who's had an outstanding season has his rate of regression has been superb so I think he needs to have a good game I think if those those three four play really really well you know we're on to something
3: right. I, I, I I probably regret it but I've just got the feeling I just think it's going to be the Chelsea shithouse performance <laughs> I'd love that you've had Frank going two coming come in. What you mean yeah.
1: early goal? Oh, early, early scrambled goal, and then we spend no, ninety yeah. minutes.
3: No, no, no. Verlin like, no, kicks no, it, hits no, his head no, and goes no, in. You know, no. kind of he like does an air kick, it's <laughs> it snaps and it goes in. I just think when you look at you know the way we kind of shit housed in twenty twelve, we didn't play that well against any of the Napoli, Benfica, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. This time we've kind of turned up against all the big teams. I've, I'm excited, i confident about tomorrow. I, I just think. No pressure on us whatsoever. Everyone expecting City to win. This is this is Chelsea to shit house. <laughs> uh, just to piss off the media, to piss off everyone who thinks no, City is high. Fuck off, you Vera duckworth-loving bunch of wankers.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. I mean that would be so Chelsea wouldn't it and I mean let's be honest It's 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 been very much Tuchel's game plan for a lot of matches this season you know and I think that's why I've warmed to it because I remember how we shithoused our way in 2012 and you know me I love a bit of shithousery but let's yeah. let's stop pontificating about what may or may not happen uh, let's nail our colours to the mast JK 1-0 Chelsea of course Dan
3: 2 1 Chelsea.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not going to plead the fifth on this, but I, I genuinely have no idea. I, I mean, I don't get a a sense of it at all. I mean,
1: well, I haven't got an idea either, but I feel I ought to give, you know, some kind of
2: result. I,
3: I, I,
0: just tell me about tomorrow.
3: No pressure. Too cool. He doesn't want to be, he doesn't want those two finals. Just the way we've got here, the way that Frank left and Took has come in and how he's transformed this team from what it was to, I mean, January, Champions League final, we'd be dreaming, we'd be like laughing and now we're here. I know. I so mean, deserved, so deserved. We pissed on Atletico, we pissed on Atletico. Real. Well, I uh, mean, look,
0: I, I don't, I don't know. I generally don't know. I've got a, i I've got a horrible feeling because I think the, I think the bottom line is the teams are both very, very well matched and, yeah, they're both very very good defensively. Um we're capable of keeping them out. They're capable of of rolling us over. You know, we I worry about our ability to score. So that it might be very very tight and I I could see this going to penalties which would be just torturous. Uh I could really see it going to penalties but you know, I'm 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 going to stick my neck out and and say we'll bring it home but uh, it's just I think it's it's too close to call cool, really but there you go. Um that's kind of pretty much it from us. I, what I will say is for anybody who's listening to this now uh, on Mixler, which I know a lot of you are, I will be on TalkSport at half past ten tonight talking to Jason Cundy and Perry Groves uh, about this, no doubt. So uh, if you want to listen to that, please do. Um, but other than that, I just want to say to everybody who listens to it, uh, wherever you're watching it from, uh Try and enjoy it. These things are not enjoyable, in my experience. They're they're just torturous. But do whatever you have to do to get through it. Let's hope we all bring it home. It'll be fantastic if we do.
1: Um, Tonight with with Perry, remind Perry that you said that Arsenal would completely stuff us at at Mbaku because I was on the programme that night. Right. And and he said uh, Chelsea haven't got a chance, he said, against Arsenal. He's bound
0: to say that. And I'll say you said that about Arsenal in Mbaku. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah you know you know I know Grovesy pretty well. I know. Yeah yeah yeah. I used to I used to produce a program which had both Grovesy and and Cundy on it so I will feel very comfortable doing that. <laughs> um so there you go. So tune into that if you want. Uh obviously I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed tomorrow as I said. So um JK and myself and uh in fact Clayton Beerman and The Housewife Choice and Adam Newson. We'll be back on Tuesday night uh, for the penultimate Chelsea fancast of the season. And we will be looking back at what happens tomorrow night. We will be reviewing the Champions League final. Hopefully hopefully we win. Otherwise, it might be a bit of a depressing evening. But hey, that's the football, isn't it, JK?
1: Yeah.
0: What you, you going to do?
1: The, you go with the depression. You, te- you treat it as the uh, um, the, the twin evil. It, winning, yeah. winning can be an evil. It'll, li- uh, it'll
0: either be... Uh, It'll either be a celebration or it'll be therapy.
1: Or awake. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But there you go. Uh, JK, safe uh, flight tomorrow. Safe trip. Uh, behave yourself. Stay safe. It will do. Okay. And enjoy the match. And uh, do send us some stuff if you can. But no yeah, pressure. Yeah, go. Definitely go. Try yeah, and get yeah. hold of Adam. Yeah, He might let you in the press box if you're lucky. You never yeah, know. Yeah, I'll see if I can meet up with him. You yeah, never know. You know. So enjoy Whatever you do, enjoy it. I mean, you, Martin and Alex, if you see those two out there too, send them our best as well. Um, yeah. I've got one thing to say to everybody, which is uh, one of my absolute heroes was Lord uh, Admiral Horatio Nelson, which is what he said before the English stuffed the French uh, at Trafalgar, which is just kind of down the road from Porto. Uh, But this was his message, his final message to his fellow uh, captains and admirals. Slightly adapted for our needs. Chelsea expects that every man will do his duty. And so do we. And on that note... Thanks for listening. See you on Tuesday. I'd be, be careful how I say that. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree and keep it chelse. Up Hurch Up the